Hi, if I could take a moment of your time before we start. If you've enjoyed previous episodes or if you enjoy this episode, if you could subscribe on the platform that you listen to, that would be really helpful. It helps us get more guests and push the podcast forward. Thanks. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, welcome everyone to... Car Chat, episode number three. And today I have with me Mr. Sid North, or Sideways Sid, as he's commonly known. Yeah, hello. So Sid is a car guy, I guess. Yeah, definitely a car obsessive, wrecking tyres, <laughs> likes to drive everything. Hooligan. Yeah, yeah um, And I would say you... Would you call yourself a YouTuber now? Yeah, I, I'd call myself a YouTuber. Wanting to go into the journalist yeah. route. So you've been taking it super seriously for the last year or so. Yeah. Really so, stepping it up. Yeah, so over, I think, March, I had a bit of a change, but I think it started two years ago. And um, basically started starting with me just going around Essex in a Ford Fiesta ST, <laughs> doing stuff that probably isn't quite sociable and then um, and then started doing the same thing in other cars more expensive cars like 458s Mercy Largo stuff like that but no no genuinely uh, just making content and then I think it got serious well I decided to take it seriously uh, in March this year uh, decided to go down the film route rather than vlogs which is interesting when you're not a car magazine like Evo or yeah, I, I know. Yeah, when I say start taking it seriously, I don't think that's necessarily what I meant because making any video is so much effort, takes so much time. But you really switched it up and like tried to basically elevate your production to, I would say, on the same, at least on the same level as the sort of Evo videos and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's sort of been the inspiration because, I mean, Evo was around like doing my teens and I, that's how I started getting so obviously I'm young I'm 22 so obviously back like when I'm doing my GCSEs I, Chris Harris was the peak you know yeah. on drive you remember drive Everyone yeah exactly drive before now you know best videos ever best videos ever you know you have Matt Farrow you know but more importantly Chris Harris was what was one. your favourite Chris Harris video oh it's a hard one I don't have a favourite everything I'm terrible at deciding I uh, or a standout doesn't necessarily have to be the or the one you've most rewatched. The one I most rewatched has got to be the Ferrari F12 around Anglesey. Ooh, that was a good one. With a stack of tyres. Yeah, with a stack of tyres. To me, that's. I'd love to have that on a video. <laughs> yeah. It would be sick. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. What about you? The other one, I think. Um, I yeah, like yourself. I'd say I've definitely watched a lot of them a lot of times, which definitely flips to some content you see nowadays that's definitely not rewatchable. A lot of people watch it, but it doesn't have that rewatch value. The F40, F50 video, and then we'll see. Yeah, that's very good. That was another, just because two iconic cars going sideways, you never see that. Yeah, and his his reaction was just, you know, 
there's, it, that can't be scripted. Yeah, you, know? you couldn't you couldn't fake that. He was ecstatic about it. But so so you've been doing some YouTube videos, and then yeah. uh, and people start lending you cars. And yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> and you turned up today in a brand new Porsche Panamera. What was it Turbo Turbo SE Hybrid? That's so it's the t- yeah, I know what a mouthful. So uh, it's the top of the Panamera lineup. So it's the Turbo S. So it has the four liter twin turbo charged V8, and it's got electric motors strapped to it, similar electric motors that you find in the Porsche 918 and in the yeah. lower range uh, Porsches. So it's got 680 horsepower, 626 foot pounds of torque because it's Is just it all yeah. four, it's four wheel drive, four wheel drive, yep, yeah, all wheel drive system, torque vectoring. It's got every bloody option, as you know, thrown to it because it's a Porsche press car, yeah. And you had a brief look at it as well, yeah. I had a little look, it's, it's it's a very smart looking thing sounds pretty good yeah it sounds meaty do you know what they they got the exhaust bang on right because nowadays cars with modern day exhaust it's you know it's all too artificially woofly and pops and pangs I mean mm. I was driving an E63S a couple of months back and it, it just had too many pops and bangs for my liking and this one's just about right it's like it's, it reminds me of an old 928 yeah it does happen a lot sometimes with cars now I remember my Boxster that I had a 981 Boxster I think I feel like that was the sort of about the right right. that was 2012 mm. the time when people started putting in pops and just like overrun that's just hilariously ridiculous yeah um, same on my M2 if you put it in the like the right mode it's just like yeah. all the time and it's whilst it's a bit entertaining it's a bit Stupid. Yeah, it can, it, can, it can get a bit silly over over a bit. So it's 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 nice and refreshing. I mean, obviously, I've only well by the time your guests or you, listeners, not guests, yeah. uh, I'm the guest. <laughs> but um, <laughs> by the time they listen to this, obviously, videos would have been out. Possibly, possibly not. But I've only had the car since this morning, early this morning. So I've driven it around and driven it here. Yeah. So yeah, the whole point of the Panamera Turbo S is the fact that you know. It's meant to be a green Porsche that's mm. got 680 horsepower. Will it do electric only? Yes, it can run 30 miles on e-power alone up to 50 or 60 miles an hour. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pretty good. Um, I got the car delivered to me with not that much juice, so when I get home, I'll, I'll it, plug it up. Did you notice how quickly it was charging up? Like just driving on it? it yeah. I was actually... I was, I was going quite a fair lick on some roads and obviously it weighs 2.3 tonnes um, that's well the extra 300 kilos comes from those batteries mm. and um, it's got braking regen which okay. um, it you know stores all the heat used from the brakes and then you know regens the batteries and um, I did quite a bit of stopping through this B road in a 2.3 tonne Panamera and then I gained 10 miles range <laughs> so, yeah, range, it's not too yeah. bad yeah yeah not too bad I don't know if most Panamera owners would drive in a manner that I would but it was good yeah I think um, it's an interesting car I would say it's, I think the things that I my questions about a car like that ignoring the, the drivetrain because is it quite like sat, a comfy sound insulated place? Yeah. Do you feel like you're out of the environment? Yeah, you do. And I think the the interesting thing with this Panamera, especially with this new platform they've come out, don't exactly know the code name because I'm not that nerdy. Nerdy, not that nerdy. But um, it shares, obviously, the platform with the new Bentley Continental. Mm. And obviously, it being a VW Group vehicle, I'm sure... Porsche's engineers have had a little chat with Bentley's engineers and gone, do you know what, can we 
learn a few, a few things because obviously it's so well insinuated and the best description I can come out of when I'm driving it it's got Bentley qualities about it you yeah. shut the door you touch everything it just feels expensive the biggest problem I have with it is the price now that car with I think it starts at 137 grand for the Turbo SE Hybrid once you smack a few options yeah. uh, the one out there is £160,000 now that's quite a bit of money um, it is you could yeah and it depends what you're looking at in terms of that price bracket as well that's the thing I there isn't a car in that price bracket I mean there isn't a car in its class I, I, I couldn't put a BMW M760Li in it because it's too limo-like. Yeah. I mean, it's a good driving car for what it is, but it's not something that you hustle down a B-road. Neither would you take a Mercedes S-Class S63, you know, down that sort of route either because it's too limo-like. And I think the Panamera, yeah, it does the limo stuff better than the previous one. And I used to be an owner of the previous Mm. Panamera. I had a Panamera diesel, which I loved. Um, and the, the one thing I always complained about the previous Panamera was it was just a bit too sporty if you ever wanted to take passengers because it, right. it, you sat quite low. But then you almost want that because it's a Porsche and that's what people want. So it, it's, it's that, a hard one. That funny sort of middle ground between it's not a sort of luxury people chauffeur around vehicle. No. But also it's not just a pure sports car because it weighs... 2.2 tons yeah it weighs 2 point yeah it's just it, the, the weight is crazy yeah it, the, the size of it's a big one I mean coming coming to yours there was some whip restrictions and I, I panicked yeah. <laughs> just, just remind me the old days of owning a Panamera they're just wide and colossal but it's a cliche of a word but when you do drive it a bit quick and you knock it into Sport Plus it does sort of shrink around you body control's well tied down don't get me wrong, it's not a car that you take on track days. It doesn't feel like a car you want to take on track days, but it's just fast. It's just mm. effing quick. Seriously, seriously quick. I mean, I did launch control in it, and, oh, man, I, I got indigestion from it. Yeah. It's terrible. It turned my insides out almost. So I remember the the older ones, yeah. pre the hybrid and stuff. I, I can't remember off the top of my head what the Nord 60 times, but it was... It was fast. It's like not significantly less than a 911 Turbo. No, 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 no. The previous Panamera Turbo, Turbo S, they were, I think they were under four seconds, not to 60, the one just gone. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. They, they were stupid. Definitely. Yeah, it, it was just stupid, stupid <laughs> fast. Um, so it'd be, inter- it'd be interesting to see what it's like. Obviously, can't really tell too much. I don't want to judge it too much because I haven't really got to know it, really but I'll be, um, yeah, I'm taking it to uh, South Wales tomorrow. So, yeah, I'll be so interesting cars. Oversteers um, well, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than expensive loan cars, yeah, what do you drive day to day? So, day to day, well, it depends. I've got three cars. So, I've got, I'm a bit of a Porsche nut, obviously. I've got a Cayman GT4, mm. which I love. Um, and I've got a Golf GTI Club Sport S, which is another one which I love kind of bought it because it's like a gt3 front wheel drive weapon yeah and then the car i use most of my time is my ford fiesta st which i call it my van because it just it's just been beat and um i just use it for everything absolutely everything it's i think it's the it's the famous one of my channel yeah yeah i've, I've seen lots of pictures of it 
on the lock stops. <laughs> yeah, lock stops in the air. There's a, there's, oh, I yeah, think there's, it's been jumped, which poor car took a quite a battery. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, that's what I use most of the time. But um, I'm getting rid of it. Getting rid of it at the end of the year. Mm. So uh, time for a change. Something different. Yeah. I have had pretty much zero experience driving front wheel drive cars. My first car was an Audi A1. Okay. A1, A3, sorry. Uh, that was front-wheel drive, but I didn't really... I wasn't really that into driving or didn't have an opportunity, I would say, to take it on track or anything, feel it move around. Mm. Other than that, I then had a bunch of four-wheel drive stuff. Okay. So, like, S3, RS3, and then I've been rear-wheel drive ever since. So, I haven't really experienced hardcore, like, front-wheel drive lols. Yeah, front-wheel drive cars are interesting. I mean... People ask me what's like, what's my favourite drive frame? Front wheel drive, all wheel drive, rear wheel drive. Now I don't. I'm, I'm not too bothered. You know, it, it's it's whatever. And different drive trains have different sensations. Now with front wheel drive cars, you can you know people like to make the stereotypes. Oh, you can't get the back end out. Blah blah blah. But sometimes that's not always the case. And on tracks, as I'm sure you've been to loads of track days, you mm. see Clio one eight twos. The odd you know actually just quite a lot of Renault Sport Clio. Yeah. They're really cool. I mean, you just, you turn in, I mean, off the throttle, sometimes trailing on the brakes. It's it's brilliant. I mean, with front-wheel drive cars, you can set it up before you get to the corner. Whereas in a rear-wheel drive car, you kind of spin. You you use the balance, you know, yeah. you sort of use the throttle to go into a corner. Whereas in a front-wheel drive car, you sort of have to peel off a little bit, you know, judge your exit corners it depends on track on the roads it's sort of the same thing and it also depends on how much power you have through the front wheels because you know there's only so much front wheels can do before you get torque steer and all, yeah, yeah, exactly. all that bits and pieces it's either be but, turning or burning but yeah, not both at the same time yeah exactly and you know for most rear wheel drive people you know they come out of a rear wheel drive car into a front wheel drive car and they just go oh shit don't like it it's, it's just rubbish it's like no you just got to change your driving style that's, that's all yeah, it is yeah. same with four wheel drive cars you know it's a slow and fast out and then in, in, use the traction. Same with front wheel drive cars; they do have a bit of traction. But yeah, I, I I love them. I love them. I'm having my first, say, front wheel drive experience in in a couple of weeks now. A cool. 24 hour Citroen C1 race. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You did mention um, about this. Yeah. Which should be. I th- I'm just interested to see what the hell it's going to be like. I think it's it's just going to be fun. I've heard interesting stories about that. I, I want to do it one day because I, I've I've apparently it's it's just like a rat race full of Citroen C ones and yeah. I think what the are the other cars so it's C ones and I think it's two CVs. Oh, two CVs as well. Yeah, I think there's 150 cars on track and it's like C ones and two CVs. <laughs> Someone, someone said to me about that uh, Citroen C1 race that it's so slow as you go up on Rouge that you just start texting people just start texting yeah I think you have to change down yeah, you definitely have to change down. down oh yeah yeah you can probably from second mind. to first yeah, yeah, yeah first yeah <laughs> can you imagine that all the cars it's go 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 turn <laughs> and then just everybody stop goes there. back yeah backwards <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fun that's going to be interesting no you'll have fun around there I think it should be should be interesting a whole lot of new stuff to deal with like well, racing at night, yeah, wet, all that sort of stuff. Um, done a bit in the wet, but yeah, it should be interesting, really. Do you have a, a, a current favourite hot hatch? Ooh, I, I do and I don't. Like I said, I'm I'm terrible at deciding what's my favourite car. If someone said to me, "What's your favourite car?" I couldn't tell you what it is. It all mm. depends on mood. I suppose at the minute, 
my favourite hot hatch has to be the Golf R. Mm. And as boring as it might look, I think it's the best in class. It's the Golf that does everything. But the Golf R, the 7.5, is a riot to drive. And it's a riot up to seven temps. You've got to, un- you've got to unlock it. You've really got to grab it by the scruff of the neck and just drive it really hard and fast. And I had one a couple of weeks back and I drove it through some country B roads and I was just amazed by the amount of effort and engineering that's gone into the you know, shock absorbers, spring rates, just the feeling of it going quick down a road. And, it, and you can make it misbehave as well too so to me that is the car right now it's well priced I think it's got an imageless look I think it's well built um, I'd have it I, you know I get a lot of people saying M140 or Golf R and sorry Mr. Joe Achilles <laughs> Golf R for me man it's a, much, it's a much nicer sort of I think car to be in yeah it's so well accomplished um, but yeah it does seem dull like from a just from when a you distance, look at it, yeah, you just go to golf. Um, but yeah, every every time everyone I know that's driven one, they're so they're awesome. Yeah, what car? It's it's what car do you want more? I mean, what's what's your favourite one? That lot? Um, or you don't really? Have I just haven't, haven't really driven you any. Driven many hot hatches. Um, no, not T- really. I tell you, one I want to have a go in is well, actually, I am going to have a go in soon. Is the new Civic Type R? Hmm, ugly. Yeah, it's hideous. But meant to be awesome. It's meant to be a flipping right to drive. And the new uh, Renault Sport, Megane. Yeah. That looks really cool. What else do people talk about? The, the Hyundai. I30N. Yeah. Actually, I've driven one of those. And that's a really good car. That's a really, really good car. Well-priced. Really good. Just, you know, the guy who's in charge of the new end division for Hyundai he used to do some M cars in the past, like M3 CSLs, mm. V10 M5s cool stuff like that and um, yeah it's a cool bit of kit I think it's it's great I mean 28 grand it is with all the goodies on it the problem is they depreciate like a stone yeah they're just people go Hyundai like, and it's who? a Hyundai yeah it's going to suffer that for a little bit a little bit good second hand buy yeah great second hand buy you'll just see that they'll be the next generation Clio 180 yeah, yeah exactly 10 years time so yeah yeah definitely I was looking back at your recent-ish videos and you did a video with a manual 991 GT3 yeah which I've wanted to drive for god knows how long yeah Um, I think think everybody's been wanting (laughs) to drive that for ages what do you think it's 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 the best car in the world it's the best car in the world and I'm not saying that because I'm a Porsche fanatic I just think if you're into driving you love cars there's just something so right about the GT3 and there's just a sense of connection emotionally and physically with the vehicle. I think it's just great. I mean, that four litre flat six just sings, 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 sings. And pulls. And it pulls, yeah. It's got it's got torque compared to the 0.1 engine and they don't catch fire as well, which is a plus point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's just brilliant. But that manual gearbox, that six-speed manual is just a joy. Now, I've driven 997, Gen 2 GT3 so that's sort of the only one I know of it obviously mm. the point one was a was a, a PDK yeah and um, 
I've got a Cayman GT4, which is a six-speed manual gearbox. So I don't want to compare it, but we'll, we'll, we'll throw it in. Why not? Yeah. And the the shift in that car is just bang on right. Not too heavy, not too notchy. And when you're driving it at speed, which in the 997 generations, you could potentially miss a gear or, you know, sometimes yeah. the synchros won't let you go, especially second to third. I always found them really difficult. This is just brilliant. You could just, yeah, go flat out in it. And, um, yeah, I loved it. We took it to Knockhill racetrack mm. and, uh, yeah, Paul, it was an interesting one with Porsche. I said, can I have the GT3 for it? We go, yeah, sure. We're taking it to Scotland. And, uh, well, I didn't tell them that till later on. And uh, we shot parts of it in Beachhead, parts of it in Scotland. And we had 40 minutes track time in that GT3. And in the filming world, that's no time at all. No, it's not. That, that's nothing. It's like two it's just, shots. Yeah, it's just running. Yeah, it's just two shots. So we're running around like headless chickens, getting loads of oversteery shots of it. But the car just had loads of balance. The steering had feel to a degree for an electric steering, but not many cars now. That's have it. Feel. It's kind yeah, of like yeah. it's got feel to an extent until you get into something that. You, like yeah. old or whatever yeah. that actually has what we remember actually. but you do, it doesn't I didn't think it detracted from the experience no no didn't necessarily add but it didn't detract from the overall you, you just forget about it yeah. and just get on with driving I think nowadays I just judge it on waiting if the waiting's right yeah. and, you know, and the steering speed's precise which most steering racks now have mm. you know it's very hard to sort of not get that right then it's then it's perfect um, so yeah I loved it but one thing I really liked about that uh, GT3 was the fact that you could flat shift up changes now not many people know about this but you can actually flat shift and up changes and it's also got launch control and the great thing about it is you don't have to hold your left nipple you know press a few you know sort <laughs> of buttons yeah, fuse, yeah, 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 warm it up fuse, yeah. You, know, you know like a little nuclear missile get someone to get two keys simultaneously yeah. and unlock it it's, it's not like that it's, so it's how pretty do you straightforward do, yeah, how do you do the launch control literally um, just put, keep, put, your, put your clutch down so just it. hold the clutch down hold the clutch hold down the hold down. the three uh, yeah that's and it and then just let it go does it nice it straight away straight away don't have to press anything you could choose whether you want traction control on or off that's it and what sort of level of um, is that like a well, like a sort of a smoky launch or is that a, just a, a fast launch or does it depend on the surface it, it's all dependent on surface I every time I launched it well every time sorry Porsche um, but yeah no um, no I launched it a couple of times and it's all dependent on surface some surfaces really upsets it to the point where you might think you're going to break something like a, yeah. like a drive shaft or something like that so that's you've got to be a bit wary about it but it was pretty neat and because it's you know it's a 911 the engine's at the rear it's got decent it's traction tons of grip, you go. Yeah. the great thing about the uh, flat shift is you get to 9000 RPM you just whack the clutch down, grab second, grab third, grab fourth, grab fifth, and it's brilliant. And if you, as long as you keep it out of sport mode, which doesn't give you blips on the down change, right. which, you know, yeah. you know, I, I can heal and toe, I'm sure you can yeah. as well too. Um, it's brilliant. It's just perfect. I so sport, I remember on the, was it on the, on the GT4, sport did nothing other than basically enable the, the blips. Yeah, that's it. Pretty that much. was it. And that was the it. same on the GT3. Same on the GT3. That's good. I, I, I like it being that way around. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind if it was um, in the menus. You could like turn it on or turn it off. 
Yeah. But just having the sport button and that's the only thing that sport button does, I'm fine with that. Yeah, exactly. I, and I can understand it if, you know, why Porsche put it in there because, you know, there's most owners that can't heal and tow. And the last thing you want to do is, is drop down a gear change, lock up the rear wheels and yeah. spin off, you know? So it, it's great to have that option. But what I loved was the simplicity of it. It's just... Yeah, perfect. I absolutely loved it. I, I nearly cried when that car went back. But, uh, yeah, that that is the highlight of my year. And car. you don't think, so like a counterpoint, like like an older car or just it's maybe too not necessarily too capable for driving in the in the UK or on normal roads or it obviously can, tracks something different. But on track, it's different. I mean, on the road. Yeah, there, there there are some limitations with it, and and that's down to the engine. You know, it's great. You want to get it to nine, but every time you get it to nine, you're breaking laws, and that is a bit of the downside about it with that car. You know, you can red light. You know, you can get to nine in first, grab second, but what you enjoy is the the composure of the suspension. The way you could just go down a flow down a B road is just nice. You know, previous GT3s were a bit too hardcore. This one was just flow and plying. And Not I think, too hunty or anything. Yeah, it's, it's, and I think they're saving that for the GT4 RS, and, 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 it, and it's perfect that way. So I, I, I think they that is the sweet spot of the 911 range. I think it's the best 911 they made yeah, after a lot. I'm, hopefully, there was someone up in. Um, in the north of England, he commented on my video with mm. it and said, "I've got one with a Sharkworks exhaust. You can you can have a go." But it's like, it's like in Scotland or something like that. Oh, ah! goodness oh, sake! It's so far away. It's a million miles away. <laughs> it's, it, it's so far away, which is a bit of a nightmare. But uh, you got to go. You got to go. You I've, drove I've def- one as well, haven't you? Yeah, I've driven the, the PDK, and it was a. The first day I drove it was kind of not ideal situation. It's like a bit wet. And we couldn't really go very fast. And then the second day, I basically just had like pornographic roads, <laughs> no one on them, and the whole thing just like elevated itself up to that point where you're like ear to ear, smiling, just having the best time ever. And that then I was like, okay, hang on, this is quite a good car. <laughs> yeah, it is, it's wicked. It is a wicked bit of kit. But then I got home and drove my RS and I bloody enjoyed changing gear. Yeah. And I enjoyed the the more rawness of that car. Um, I think a lot, just because of the, it's less, the 997 platform is less refined. Now, I don't know whether it's necessarily, it's just, it's just different, but driving down like a country road, you feel like there's more coming in from the outside. Yeah, there's there's more elements of the world coming yeah coming in and it and it's more arse engined yeah and I and I quite like that you know you get and that lot, yeah and, and smaller yeah that's the beauty of the nine nine seven yeah it has gone a bit wider everything's getting a bit wide and fat now yeah it's just I saw oh. a picture on um it was on Facebook in a forum and someone had posted a picture of like the, an original sort of nine eleven and then the current nine eleven and it, it was distorted but it was saying how much bigger yeah. those cars are now and then someone chimed in and was like oh it's not that much and they said oh but it it worked out it was 20 centimeters wider which okay you've got a country lane and probably that panamera you don't have much space to stay in your lane but let's say you had an extra 20 centimeters and then the other car on the other side also 
was half the size. You've got you could fit a car down the middle. Yeah, exactly. It's mental. It is. It is mental. Everything's just getting fat. That's the problem. And it does make. It definitely is noticeable when you go to parts of the UK where you can't see very much on the country road. You know, it's like hedges that are sort of overgrowing. Yeah. And you have to be right up against the side every time you go around a corner. And even then, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, or you're overtaking a cyclist. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. It's a bit of a bit of a nightmare. But, but it's, uh, yeah, it's it's. it's no, it's just I guess the way things are going with safety and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, but we're, we're always going to moan, aren't we? We're always yeah. going to say, oh. and just take it somewhere where you can drive it because there's loads of places. Yeah, there's loads of places. Um, so I thought we'd move on to some sort of news-ish type things that have happened. Okay, recently, give or take, I've seen loads of pictures this week from people at the 600 McLaren 600 LT. Yes, North. that to me. I reckon it's going to be such a mega car. I, I think so too. Definitely. Was it? It's it's about as well it's ish six hundred horsepower. Yeah. And sort of McLaren horsepower, so it's going to be have a lot of torque and be fast. It's low twelves, hundred kilos, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I think the that's the no fluids in it. Okay. So I looked it up. It was like thirteen fifty, which that's is crazy. which is light, which is super light. Yeah. You know, six hundred horsepower. I think it's, that's a similar sort of weight to my. I don't know whether my GT 3s Thirteen fifty or like fourteen thirty, yeah. something like that, but significantly more crazy. horsepower. When you think of it, a seven one eight Cayman is like a hundred kilos heavier than that. Yeah, that's, that's mental, and it's got six hundred horsepower. That, and carbon, like yeah, super carbon stiff tub, like yeah. proper suspension. Like it's it's going to be a hoot. I I think the only problem that I can see with that is is the seven twenty S. Yeah, it's it's suffering the Cayman problem, isn't it? It's going to sit. Right below. I, d- I think it's just the only reason that is price wise. At the moment, you can get a 720s for 210, 20, let's say yeah. 220, something like that. I think you can. And a list price 600 LT is like 230. So, yeah, and depends how I mean, depends if it's going to be limited run. Being McLaren, probably. I think not. they're making, what was I here? It was something like they're making. 20% of the 5 cent it was either 20% or 10% but it's going to be like a 1,000 or 2,000 or something of them okay like, there's not going to be tons but whether people order them that's the thing I don't know because I think oh, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that people have put names down already for that car even when it was launched I think it'll be a great great purchase in like two years well when the prices have just sort of prices be like 120 grand yeah. <laughs> yeah typical McLaren stuff yeah mind you have you driven a 570 570 I haven't honestly get get behind the wheel of one of them because it's so sweet to drive that's what everyone says everyone says the 570 is like the one yeah it's the one it doesn't have that trick suspension like the 12C and 650S have but you know and it doesn't need it it's just it's it's less competent but it's more sport. It's more more of a sports car. Mm. A sports car that's effing quick. It's seriously yeah, quick. We it was on the autobahn behind one a year ago, maybe maybe a bit longer, mm. and it did something like two ten. That's mental. Which is mental. Like that car is way faster than it should be in terms of like where it's positioned in the range. Yeah. Like, I was at um, airfield recently, and we had a seven twenty s. And a 570S. And, I mean, it's probably kind of similar like most cars now, really. Up to 100 or something like that, they were the same. 
Now, at that point, you know, what the hell is the point? Unless you live in Germany. Yeah. Where you can go, or you're using it on a track or something like that. 100 miles an hour is well over the speed limit. Yeah. And you can't get there any faster. Yeah, you can't. In the, in the more horsepower car. Yeah, I know. It, it, it can get a bit steep. But it's just, that's just mental, though. That's mental. I think it's also because it's a super slippery shape. Yeah, the aero is pretty, you know, pretty sleek on it. I mean, when I drove it for the first time, I was just in shock. Absolutely in shock. It's the way it gets to 120 to 170. It's just brilliant. And mm. It cuts through the air. So, I mean, you've seen, I don't know if you've seen videos of drag races. They dragged the race up against the 720S and it was, it was staying with it. It's not, it wasn't yeah. even half a car length behind it. It was just mental. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be, that's, that's a good buy. Yeah. Both of them. Be what, I don't know what a 570S is. What? So like, price like that? price wise, sort of. It's like, let's say a year old car or something like that oh, I don't know I think they're probably, absolutely no idea I, I, I think probably 130 yeah I think they were about 180 new yeah so I'd say about 130 for one there must be something like that I feel sorry for the people who bought one new <laughs> you had to sell it but yeah yes. but 600LT in a couple of years time that would be the car to buy yeah definitely it's, it's an it's the sort of car that starts making me interested in McLaren's like I like I like the brand and I like what they're doing with cars. They're not messing around. They're saying, look, we're going to make the fastest, most awesomest stuff. And they're definitely making the fastest stuff. And it looks pretty cool. Like, it all looks pretty wacky and cool. But the, the 600LT starts to make me think, oh, now they're starting to make them fun and like interesting to drive as yeah. opposed to just super fast and do everything. Yeah, they're taking away the bit of the clinical side that's been yeah. criticised in the past or they're just like savage handling that some of the earlier ones had. oh yeah 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 like 12C stuff jeez I went out in a TVR yesterday Ooh, yesterday day, day before a Tuscan nice um, I was shooting some video for someone and it made me think well it's the first time I've been in a TVR and actually it's like a as a proper position, other than the fact that they seem to all kind of fall apart and rattle and break, break, yeah, the idea of them is quite cool. Like, they're quite light. Got a V eight in the rear wheel drive. Yeah, no aids. That, that's actually quite an interesting yeah. proposition. And I saw the the new TVR, which is has no links to the old TVRs at all, does it? Actually, no, um, no, it doesn't share anything. It's all I think new, it's just the name. The, yeah, I saw that at Silverstone Classic three, four months ago. Which I guess is bringing back the idea, bringing back that sort of simple paired back design, relatively light V8. Although I think I, I feel like the V8 they've picked is quite a mundane V8, but what they've done yeah, with it's it, like I a don't Mustang, know. Mustang, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like a pretty normal Mustang, I think. Yeah, but I think Cosworth's played with it as well. So Cosworth, Cosworth tuned engine. So yeah, it's so it could be. Cosworth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If you if you play the videos, it sounds. It doesn't sound anything like the. No, it sound. It does yeah. sound. It sounded pretty good. Like the Coyote. Um, my only thing, the looks wise, it almost. I felt like they could have gone a bit more. Have you seen the pictures of it? Do you know what it looks? Yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it in the flesh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it, it's, I think it's it's like a decent looking car, but at the moment it doesn't stand out, and I don't know whether they've just left space for a more aggressive model yeah it's it's an interest I mean I'm not too keen on the front personally the rear's there the rear's yeah. there rear three quarters of it's brilliant interior's nice as well but the front lets it down it doesn't really say TVR it doesn't really say much and it's, yeah it doesn't yeah you're right it doesn't say much at all and when you compare it to something I mean because it's it, it's they've gone down the sort of design of the T350 
So, you know, the yeah. sort of short wheelbase version of the Tuscan. And that was a pretty little car, beautiful little thing. You know, it had a really nice face and it had a really nice short rear. But yeah, the new one, I do agree with you, it doesn't look that great. And another thing is, well, where, where are the cars? You know, it's been, you know they've been yeah. showing it on shows for the yeah, last... Yeah, where are the I don't know how cars? Long, for the last flipping year, people have put deposits on them for the last three years. I want to see the cars, man. That's when a good you, question. Yeah. I, I feel like... And I don't necessarily feel like they're arriving yet. No. You reckon it could be one of those con artists? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I think they I'm no, pretty I'm sure they will happen. Yeah, no. But uh, it's, yeah, it's weird. I think brands... Some brand, it seems to happen quite a lot with some brands at the moment where they'll release a car or they'll talk about a car and then like four years later people haven't taken delivery yet or like five I understand if you know you make ten a year and it takes so your orders take two years or whatever yeah yeah. but don't show me a pretty much finished car and then tell me it's going to be five years yeah. before you get it because like what's the point you're going to have forgotten about it by then it's not even that there's, there's not been any press launches you know no one's there's no, no one's driven it no, no one's driven it it's like What's going on, guys? I mean, I mean, what they? I'm I'm sure it must be a struggle for them because obviously they don't have the production line of most other sports yeah. car supercar manufacturers. I wonder how many deposits. I bet they probably got quite a lot of deposits. Oh, they, they've got loads. They've got tons. They got in excess of thousands of mm. deposits, and I think they're big, pretty hefty deposits to get the thing. Because it was in, priced but, at about eighty, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it's over 500 horsepower as well. Which sounds about right. Yeah, again, sounds like a great second-hand like bargain. bargain. Yeah, yes, <laughs> second-hand bargain. Like, but it sounds a bargain at 80 if it is 500 horsepower, pretty lightweight. I think it's got that. Um, has Gordon Murray done some of the design yeah. on that car? Yeah, he's, he's, and he's used his. He's, he's come up with a, a new way of constructing chassis and stuff. Yeah, he's come up with some new. Bond chassis, oh, you know, it, it's Gordon Murray. Yeah, he's like super lightweight. Stuff. That bit will work. Of that the that car. bit yeah, will, that will work yeah. of the car. That's the rest of it, we don't know. <laughs> part I was looking at, um, I don't know whether you've come across, he's building an old Ford Escort. Okay. And he's having some guy, he's like having it customised a bit, but a shop somewhere. You, you'll find it on YouTube if you have a look around. Like a retro, like a. Just, he's just basically taking an old Cosworth and then having it properly restored but modified a bit okay like sort of Gordon Murray a little bit okay uh, it's quite a nice series of videos definitely check nice. it out it's nice to see him doing but stuff. he um, because he was still like he now has that company Gordon Murray Designs or which is also a yeah. manufacturer I think yes planning on basically making I think these chassis okay I think for people out of I think he's calling it Ice Stream and the oh. idea like he's they are launching a car and I think with the idea of then all the other brands going, oh, that's great tech. We want to buy that. And then he may not make very many of his car, but he was trying to make something that's under 900 kilos and a couple of hundred horsepower or something. I can't imagine a that's new so car that's under, even under a ton is tough. I mean, you've got the Alpine A110. Yeah, but what does that weigh? Like, that's just over 900 kilos. That I Is it? On the road? Yeah, yeah. Wet. Like weighed? Yeah, weighed and everything. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's mental, that. You know, I could be wrong. No, it could be a bit more. I think it's more. A thousand. I think it's a thousand, but still. There was a, I think it was an auto car video recently, and they, with the Alpine, and I I think it came in at like a thousand and forty kilos or something. yeah. And they, that was what they weighed it at, and they've also weighed a 718 Cayman, which said it was going to be like 1300 or something, which came in at 14 something. 1440, I did see it. Yeah. So that's 400 kilos kilos difference. 
that is that's no laughing matter. No, no, no. That's that's a that's that's another forklift in weight. Yeah, <laughs> like if you think a normal car feels. That's the best representation, I think, of what extra weight feels like is when you put three mates in a car. Yeah. Th- that's not... In got a really small four, car. Even, even any car, actually. Yeah. You suddenly go, whoa, yeah. what happened to that performance? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it feels crap. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't break, doesn't corner. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, this is the same for everything. Yeah, everything else. Um, another new car that we're sort of starting to see is the new Z4 and also the new Supra yes yes this joint Toyota BMW venture yeah venture um, I was having a, a look at some of the Z4 pictures today and it's quite an, I, do you like it it's alright I'm not sure it's the same I'm 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 a bit confused I I love the Z4 I've, I've been a fan mm. of not the previous shape the one before it yeah I just thought it had a hint of Z8 and in the used car market it's like a Z4M yeah, like to me that looks cool. Yeah, you drive around pretending cool. it's a Z8. It's not, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it, they're cool. They've always been handsome looking cars, and the one previous to it was also handsome looking. When it when it did first arrive, I think it shocked everyone just by how capable it was and how it always took the sort of you know flame to the Porsche Boxster. And and it was always it was quite a sort of accomplished car for the money. Yeah, like, hard top. The last one, anyway. Yeah. You should get... I remember I tried to buy... Or not even... I didn't want to buy it, but I wanted to test drive with a view to buying. Um, this is when I was getting my... Before I got my Boxster. The Z4, and it had a really long name, but it was the 35 I, IS. Yeah. And I walked into a dealership, and I'm pretty sure they just were like, no, you're not buying one, so we're not going to let you drive one. They said they just didn't have any, which may or may not have been true. Mm. I don't know. I feel like there must have been one somewhere. Yeah. So I never got to. I never got to drive one. But Tim, Tim had a Z4 for a bit. Yeah, he did. Which I spent some t- some time in, and they're just they're just sort of good cars. So. They're cool. They're really cool. The the 35 IS. They had the uh, twin clutch gearbox in them as well, which was different because uh, you know I think that was quite a loony car. Yeah, that was you know that was pretty wild that thing, and it's it's quite rare. I mean, I, I do this thing on Auto Trader where I just look for rare stuff. I yeah, looking, I was looking for Renault Aventimes this morning, seeing if I could find a cheap <laughs> Aventime. And um, yeah, no, I did look at a, a you know thirty five IS like months back, and it was there's I couldn't find one. Yeah, you know, just, I, I don't I, think, I think I, there's many. The impression I got was they really, really were not, and just no one ordered them. People. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss they were expensive that's they the were problem. expensive and at the time like why would you not just get a box then yeah exactly it was north of 50 grand which you know back in 09 010 yeah. was silly money crazy money you know all and that time but why didn't you buy 1M yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly then I bought, bought a box there and then went back it was a good car box though that was great it was great what was yours S uh, it was an S, yeah. a nine eight one S manual. Manual. I found it the other day on Auto Trader. Again, same car. It was pretty much exactly the same price as I sold it for. 
like five years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. That's mental. Ah, but somehow I could, I, you know, you said, oh, somehow I could have kept that car and driven it and then not. But then and since then I've owned my GT3 RS and that's just a whole different ballgame. Yeah, that's, that's just, that's a different world of car, man. Have you seen the Futurista? It's this guy on Instagram, Automobili Amos. Okay. Um, he has the green F40. Yes, yes, that, yes, yes. That guy. He's done a Lancia Delta Integrale, but like kind of singered it. Okay. And I it, like is, this. it is a mad looking thing. Pull up, I'll, I'll get a photo up. I love, I love Delta Integrale, something they're wicked. That, that was it. It's like that old sort of, if I think of cars, they, they weren't really around. I can't think of them being around, but they're just iconic cool rally cars they just look cool they're, yeah they're, they're, it's just when you think of rallying I think that's ironically especially of the 80s era mm. not the 2000s because obviously that's Subarus and Evos but it, it is the Integrale it is and it's, it's oh, basically wow. here we go so obviously he's done in green because he likes green but it's, it's basically a normal Integrale but oh, everything's wow. just been done it's, it's, I think it's quite difficult to sort of tell but yeah, it's like yeah. carbon and oh, that's I think amazing. everything's just done really nicely inside and his view was <laughs> has, he got, has that a rocket bucket? yeah and it, it, and it makes some weird noises and stuff when you press it like some <laughs> hilarious stuff that's brilliant but it was interesting because I think his, his point was nowadays all the, the major manufacturers are coming out with these one and a half two million pound cars that you know like so what yeah they're so fast and so crazy and and getting them is a pain in the arse. It's, it's, it's willy-wagging, isn't it, yeah, really? Yeah, exactly. And most of them will be driven around. Yeah, fair play. But just driven around a city. Yeah. Being like, okay, look at my million-pound car. Yeah. But this, he was like, this. the Lancia Delta to him was the car that kind of got him into cars. And he's like, well, I'm going to make a couple of them, 20 or something. Um, I think they're 300,000 euros, so not, not cheap, but not 5 million euros. No. And it's an iconic car that he's bringing back and I think the more that people do that sort of stuff the better and you're definitely yeah, seeing yeah, it yeah it's it's ever so growing you know Singer sort of is the first one to really kick it yeah. off and they've made a great success off the back of it and and seeing that I mean that just looks stunning that is beautiful yeah, I'll buy cool. it just because of the rocket button man That's yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah just want to press it that's it it's like having cars that don't take themselves too seriously yeah you need a bit of sense of humour they're like what's that it's my rocket button it's my rocket button what does it do (laughs) don't touch it (laughs) don't touch that button yeah (laughs) literally you will die (laughs) yeah that is cool that the world needs more sort of in house not coach build because obviously that's you know that's cool but just sort of like singer like stuff that's different yeah like the I was talking to someone the other day and we were talking about the Singer DLS yeah the lightweight one and I was trying to wrap my head around if I walked down the street and one was parked on the side of the road I would lose my shit yeah I think I would genuinely just yeah. be like whoa uh, uh, yeah. if you park a like a Chiron or whatever no no other than the fact I think partly because the Singer is just I just it just looks like it's just such a cool car it does it's just stunning I mean, but also, there's only going to be like five of them. Well, the one they the one um, they launched at Goodwood. Yeah, that that one. Yeah, that was just beautiful. You know, you could just sit there and just stare at it. The interior. Oh, I think that's the bit that that got me. The interior is just amazing. Everything about it's amazing, and it's been properly developed, engineered with properly good drivers. You know, that's been testing it. 
and drivers that you've you hear about people testing stuff and you're like oh so and so and so and so okay I don't know anything about these people and then you hear about the people they've used for that car which I think they've picked like Chris Harris and Mario Franchitti and people like that that you've heard of and you've seen so we have an idea of what they like and what they and how they drive and what they want from a and what they might want from a 911 so then immediately you think well if they've had some input on this and pushed towards it's going to be better yeah of course it's going to be better and I think with that you know however you know people a lot of people argued about the price of it I think it's worth every single penny and I think I I don't think they'll have a problem selling them no I think they'll probably sold them all yeah they've sold all of them I bet and you know and I like the fact that they're not I hope they don't go down into the whole manufacturing route you know just making loads of one-offs not that it'd be a bad thing yeah I think something I would love them I'd love to be able to buy that car for like 250 grand oh Oh, yeah. Or a version of that car that's pretty similar. Yeah. Like, maybe not quite to the nth degree, but... Because whatever it is now, it's like $1.8 million. Yeah. It's before taxes as well. Like, what? So it's a $2 million quick car, yeah. That's a very expensive car. It's cool, but... Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but I'm sure it's going to be cool. I just yeah. can't wait for people to do video. Who's going to review it? Well, surely Chris Harris is going to do oh, a video. Do you know, well, I, well I maybe seen, not. Maybe not. Don't see any of his videos anymore. It doesn't have a platform. It doesn't really. have a platform. It's the inter- well, it's a website, Top Gear website. Yeah. But, you know, no YouTube. That's, that's another thing, isn't it? Top Gear. Where's that gone? What's happened? I don't know. Where's it gone? I don't know. I don't know where it's gone. <laughs> It was there. Uh, have you watched the previous series? I, yeah, I watched all of the last series. I thought it was good. Oh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I think there was a good connection between Matt and Chris. Yeah. Um, and, and Rory. I, I could see what they were doing with Rory. I felt like R- Rory was in the corner, though. He seemed to get done over. Yeah, yeah, he does. And they were like, we're going to do our thing and get involved and build this relationship, and you just review some other stuff yeah Rory if you're hearing this sorry man but, you know, <laughs> but no it, it, that's what it feels like and I, I don't think that's a personal thing I think that's you know I'm sure it's it's down to the directors and producers you know you, they, I don't think those three have the inputs quite like what Clarkson and Hamlin made did because those boys they wrote yeah they, they, they had control over it whereas these guys are just presenters they yeah. get told what to do do it come in do a job do a job go on have a lot of fun yeah but uh, and I think that's it's definitely changed how you see some people like Chris Harris mm. I thought his YouTube videos pre BBC type stuff mm. the best yeah yeah they were just the best and it's it was cool. because it's not like what he said or whatever it's just because you knew that he absolutely loved what he was doing yeah and you see that every now and then in some stuff but as soon as someone starts to and it must be super difficult because you're working with these massive productions and you say well this is what I normally do and they're like yeah but we want you to say X, Y, Z Mm. and you have to say X, Y, Z and as soon as you have to say what someone else wants you to say it's not the same and the audience can tell and it's a bit it's a bit crappy it's yeah it's 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 hard to get a vibe across and like you said and you can sense that change with Chris from YouTube to TV Mm. and you can sense there's a different sort of attitude which you think that's not quite him yeah and I've I've heard that from a few other people but there's been snippets of it you've seen like I guess over time the more they 
build their relationship with the the show and each other and whatever yeah. and they start suggesting ideas like him getting his two CV out that was fun that was just funny that was this so is just fun, like yeah. a funny yeah that was a good light hearted good bit of entertainment yeah and you're like yeah that's that's yeah, it that's great and then and then they're looking for someone to report now Matt's you know saying he's left yeah so, you know that's it you know they now have to look for another presenter so you know it's what three seasons in of the new one and so really not changing yeah 2019 no not me. <laughs> not me I'm too I'm too much of a hooligan mean that's the problem but that's fine yeah that could be fine yeah on, on it's, the, yeah. it's top of you they'll shut everything down yeah yeah they'll shut the <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good shout <laughs> yeah they're that way but um, yeah no I'm done. oh fifth gets coming back as well well it, it is it, back it, yeah, so I, I have on my phone some notifications from like various TV shows, and it said Fifth Gear was back. And I was like, oh, yeah. really? I, I didn't know where it, like, I, I need to find it's it. It's on and watch Quest. It. Okay. So it's on Quest Thursdays at 8. Right. I'll try um, and check so it out. It's, it's the gang back Plato, Vicky Butler Henderson, Mr. Tiffany Dell, yeah. and uh, Johnny Smith. But they've also got a couple of other guests, like other presenters. They've got Ronnie O'Sullivan on there, the mm. snooker player. Okay. Presenting cars. But he's actually really big into his cars. And they've got uh, Car- uh, the F1 driver, Karun Chandok. Mm. Or was it Kanjok? I, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't it's a big it. list of people. Yeah. So there's about, there's about six in total. So there's quite a few people. So watch it. Have a look. I'll definitely check it out because... I mean, I'd, I love car programs, so... Yeah. No. <laughs> there's so many to choose so, from. And Fifth Gear was always really short. Yeah, Fifth Gear used to be like a, a half an hour, 20 minute yeah. program on Channel 5. Yeah, because it was half an hour with an ad break. Yeah. And they always had some stupid question before the ad break. And yeah, then... you can win this car. Yeah. Text. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Question. Yeah, but good old days. Right, I have some random questions Go on. that I wanted to ask you. No worries. Um, do you have a most memorable driving tip, trip? journey stint segment like that stands out as like Oof, that was the best so far I don't know if I can say it because I might get I might get arrested um, <laughs> <laughs> no um, no I do have one funny enough I don't want to ramble on it was the GT3 and um, we shot the third the second night of our four day shoot we shot in Beachhead and now uh, it's not really an easy route to get to Eastbourne. Mm. It's a load of A roads. It's not really a direct motorway. So you have to cut through sort of, you know, Kent and go your way through. And um, we were sort of on a tight schedule because we knew, you know, we had a few more bits to film and we had to go up to Scotland sort of yeah. the next day. So I drove back on these B roads in this GT3 and yeah it was half past seven at night it was we had about three hours and it was just some of the best bits of driving you know i've done the road was clear it was it was part of the lovely summer we had as well so the Mm. proper heat waves it was also the longest night of the year as well so we had that had london grammar playing in a bit of night call driving through the night uh, videographer and friend Thomas Garner who's the one that makes me look good on cameras shitting it <laughs> in the passenger seat just going slow down and yeah just driving all the way back 
kind of can't believing that I'm in a car that I've been rambling yeah. about, on about for so many months and well actually over a year and did that I think another drive I did which I thought was the best was me and a friend of mine Roger Chan our Chan photography we went to Goodwood and it was the 2016 Cars and Coffee and I was in a Panamera diesel and you know the roads around Goodwood Mm. it's really good especially early hours in the morning as well and I'm following this Gen one nine nine one GT three RS and mm. I'm in a Panamera diesel three hundred horsepower and I was just trying my absolute best <laughs> to keep up with him and it was yeah that was a that was a good drive for me that was probably the most memorable two most memorable drives were in Porsches in Porsches yeah, yeah the Joe who had on the last podcast yeah. his favourite drive was was in like Croatia or somewhere yeah with um, on their field faction uh, yeah field faction with Ben in a GT4 yeah yeah I was listening to a um, podcast actually yeah so yeah no he loves GT4s doesn't he he does but I, on the, I keep saying to me you need to drive GT3 because it's another world it, that, that's it yeah and I, when I had them both at the same time swapping from one to the other one GT4 significantly more modern significantly more polished but you just don't have that engine no you don't you don't it's it and I noticed that more when the GT3 went, you know, even from throttle response. Yeah. And I'm not saying that no, the GT4 lacks throttle response. It's just, it just no, doesn't just, have that motorsport it's just, pedigree. It's just different. And yeah. it's a different... Oh, it's, it's just different. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, listeners. We're going on about Porsches all the time. It's just crazy. You know, I love the, the, the noise change at about three and a half when them valves open. Yeah. You sort of just drive cams off and it, yeah, cam, just, yeah, just, yeah, cams change everything. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we're going off topic a little bit. Right, yeah. next question. Five car garage. Ooh. Go. Uh, unlimited value. Unlimited value. So you can take that however way you want. Oh. Rolls Royce Phantom Coupe. Okay. Because. Is, it, is this. Does it, are you going to put it into like a certain slot or just. Just. Just five cars? Yeah, yeah just, just part of the five cars. Yeah. So Rolls Royce Phantom Coupe because it's just. It's a kind of f you. I got a load of money, <laughs> but there, but there's something. Quite, but unlike other posh coupes, there's just something quite. I think people respond to you nicely in a Phantom Coupe, and I think it's a cool thing. It's quite it's cool. cool. It's really cool and just like plush. Yeah, so plush. Really good. Surprisingly agile to drive. Um, but that's not the case. It's just really yeah. cool. So that so Rolls Royce Phantom Coupe. Um, oof. I change my mind every sort of hour, so I can't I can't really put a mind on it. At the minute, I've got a terrible obsession with Aston Martin DBSs. I think we spoke about this mm, on the phone. Love a DBS, love a DBS. Like a new manual. one or previous one? Superleggera looks manual. Cool. Yeah, manual. It's got to be a manual. DBS manual, Quantum Silver from Quantum of Solace. Perfect. That's just uh, maybe the door ripped off with it as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe the door ripped off for it. a long time. I've had a want for a V12 Aston Martin manual car. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? I'll tell you what, the V12 Vantages are not bad money now. Yeah, I don't know if you looked online, but you I can have. get one for 80 grand. And you just yeah, and I had someone recently talking to someone who has a lot of cars and a lot of legit stuff. Daily drives a 288 GTO at the moment. Oh my god, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he had bought a manual 
V12 Vantage S recently. That's the dogleg seven speed. And it was like, it's, yeah. it's just a hooligan. Like, it's a massive engine that shouldn't be in a small car, and it's a proper muscle car. Yeah. And it's great. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah it's, I bet it is. It's, it's cool. And it's still good looking, isn't it? Looks good, sounds phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. That era of Aston Martin, the style, they've got it perfect. Not too sure about the new DBS. New I think DBS they're. Manager. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's very difficult, I found, with cars when they come out. You're like, oh, what have you done? And then, like, four years later, you're like, oh, it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice. I actually quite like it. Quite like that. I know. Like, 720S to me is getting better looking over time. Yeah. I still don't like the lights, but it's getting better looking. It's the rear for me. And the rear is cool. Yeah, the rear. Rear three quarter, rear, the doors, like, all of it, you just know it's just 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 a really good car. The best way I can describe it is just alien in a good way it's just mm. a spaceship which I quite like and, and it's you, it drive one of those drives fast you're like whoa what the hell is that yeah yeah it's, it's proper especially yeah, especially at speed <laughs> so yeah that's that's for me that so you've got third to... yeah so that's third one have you one of these your daily or you got a daily sort of car oh daily I forgot about that <laughs> I'd say it's got to fit into your current sort of lifestyle all of the cars have got to not as in like it would have to do the things that you do yeah it, okay yeah it's got yeah th- those two would do what I do okay so the next couple would be pretty interesting I'd have I definitely 110% would have an Alphaholics GTA oh yes I love that yes love Alphaholics GTA I love what <sighs> they do I keep ringing them every bloody week to say come on let me have a car and they go oh, we haven't got one line about <laughs> probably watch my videos I go nope not giving that to him I, <laughs> I love them they're just beautiful the they're noise. really cool yeah and again the heart and soul that's gone into oh, making yeah. it it's just pretty isn't it so I, I there's two carts so obviously I love singers and I have my old 911 and the other car you know, of older stuff that I'm like oh, I'd really just want to have a go in or own or whatever is an alcoholics yeah yeah for me, to me I think that's just that's the car to own for me. Yeah, that's brilliant. Potentially, they're a bit old in the sense of you've got no aircon or anything like that. Who cares? You can probably put it in. Who cares? It's an You say that. When you're driving in, let's say you did a European road trip and it was 40 degrees yeah. outside. Yeah, that's that's very true. Or the commute coming into here to yeah. see you in London. Yeah, that would be a bit of a nightmare. But, but you can, okay, you can retrofit that and they're still cool yeah, as hell. Yeah, it's still, still cool as hell. But it's just something, it's just something really, really cool about it. So that, for me, is is gorgeous. The next one, it's got to be a new singer. Yeah. The new singer DLS. It's just, oh, Sick. love it. Love it, love it, love it. Just them two. That's the perfect two-car carriage. Mm. That's it. Alphaholics GTA <laughs> and the scene. There you go. You've got one refined. Yeah. And one not so refined. Yeah, one not I mean, so refined. Yeah. <laughs> Might go wrong. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last car. Oof. So which one of these are you daily driving? That's a very good question. I'll daily drive the Phantom. Yeah, and you could. 100%. Yeah, 110%. Can. Put your luggage in it? Yeah. Go shopping. I'll go Costco in it. Yeah. It's a Phantom. Big boot. Dad had a Phantom. He yeah. Went, he went Costco in it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and it's the one. It's the one actually. If you were to daily drive it, like your life would just be, it'd just be so great, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you had a stressful day at work, you just get in it. Everything's fine. You got starlight, yeah, stars. Roof yeah, you got stars. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's daylight outside. You got stars in there. Who cares? You got exactly. The of ecstasy. You just chill. Just chill. 
put on some tunes, just yeah, relax. That's yeah. it. That, that's I need to have spend some time in some Rolls Royces. They just to. seem like they're just really nice. They're just beautiful. It's just something that you, you know. It's so, another cliche thing to say, but when people say there's nothing quite like a Rolls Royce, it's so true. There's just there nothing else quite like it. There's loads of other manufacturers that will try and copy it, but there's just something. I'd love it if if they made a smaller car. But it wouldn't be a Rolls Royce. It's not a small car. I know it's a bit of a barge, but still, you know, you can you can thread that about. No, I just mean like I like the I like the idea of something that's like my M2 sized that is as comfy and as great in that sense as a Rolls Royce. There just be there just be so great an M2 sized Rolls Royce. I could I could imagine. Mind you, they made the Cullinan, so yeah. I'm sure they can make. They can go the other way. I mean, no, probably no one will buy it. But for cruising around a city, you don't want a big car. A bit like um, a bit like what Aston Martin did with the Signet. Exactly. <laughs> a bit like that. Exactly. Oh, Go bought, crazy. People bought them just to get on the slot. Did you see um, Salamondrin uh, did what he did to his Raptor? No. Uh, so he had no. a Ford Raptor and he's basically made the inside like a Rolls Royce. Has he? Yeah. Oh, like, mate, I, I, I just saw some stuff on it today and it, he's put like stars oh, on the oh, roof mate, and hilarious, hilarious stuff like that. He's, I love, I love Salamondrin. <laughs> I think he's just out of this world. So yeah, four car garage. Daily. That's five. Oh, is that five? Oh, no, no, four, four. 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 Phantom, DBS, Alphaholics, Singer. Yeah, okay, so you've got one more Daily slot. Daily Phantom, we've got one more slot. So I'd say things that people you might put in there are like some sort of track car, or I mean, you can drive any of those on track, but like, it can be a race car or something. Yeah, I, something hard. Or an SUV or something like that, or I don't know. Uh, Phantom's kind of SUV ish already. Well, well, it's not, but you know what I mean. Um,. You want something a bit more hardcore because DBS is not really a track car. That's a car you, you, you just cruise around. Just it. cruise around it, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a hard one. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably being humble here, but you know, I, I'd have a GT2 RS mm. current shape. That's just meant. Have you seen the Evo video they did on it? Uh, I don't know. So Evo's come back miraculously with a video uh, with Mr. C. Recently, yeah, recently. It was a couple of days ago. It's, oh, I don't it's, think it's I've actually seen doing it. Doing really well that video. It's brilliant. So it's got the Merc AMG GTR. Oh yes, GT. I was going to watch it and I yeah. haven't watched it yet. Oh mate, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I won't kill it for you then, but it's it's really really good. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did watch it. I think I I think I like half watched it. Was he half asleep watching? I was it? sort of yeah. like half asleep watching it, and it was the fastest ish. Yeah, it it it. it beat the Ford GT but in all fairness with the Ford GT it wasn't that quick although I would have a Ford GT though they're very cool they're like Ford GT cars like you're saying with the McLaren like they are completely alien yeah it's just 2RS looks a bit pumped up and a bit sort of over the top almost I'll I'll take that back Ford GT there we go Mm. done Done. It'll be, it'll be completely different next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that'll be it. So That's right. On this day, those are the cards. On this day. Cool. Ne- ask me next week. It'll be all right. right follow up. Similar sort of question, but not. If you could drive one car for the rest of your life. And the caveat I gave Joe was you're allowed to have like a £500 estate for if you've got some family shit or whatever that you need to do. But the car, otherwise, you've got one car. The What's one car be? for the rest of my life. It's coming back to that Dream 4 car garage. Mm. It's got to be... I'm, I'm sounding boring. It's got to be the Singer. It's got to be It's got to be. Yeah, you can have back seats. 
you can have back seats. You can still use it. Yeah. You've got little toddlers. I mean, when they grow up, that's a bit of a struggle. Yeah, they get their own car. Yeah, well, yeah. Go, get the bus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give them a skateboard. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, make them wear high vis. But uh, yeah, no, that, that to me is just the pinnacle. Mm. It's just every. It's it's just such a humble looking vehicle. It doesn't. It it doesn't have an image problem. No, not at all. Not at all. It's that, just, that Porsche image is just is not a bad one. I don't think. No. It, so I was speaking to a friend about this with Porsche image. Now years ago, it was you were a banker or an investor, and you were a bit of a twat. Like I'm talking about the image of nine nine six owners. Yeah, nine nine six Carrera four. Tiptronic Cabrio owners. I'm going <laughs> to push buttons. Yeah, push buttons. That's it. Those fuckers. And um, I don't think that exists anymore. I think it's I I, when I see a Porsche owner, I just go, "You're clearly a, a person with he has a good logic. Taste in cars. Yeah, he's got a good taste in cars." I see someone in a KN diesel. I go, "Clearly, you're a man who likes a sporty vehicle, but you've got a dog, some kids." Yeah. But you still want to go on track days. So I, I just, I don't know. I think there's, but I don't think the car has an image problem. To most people, it can be a bit dull. Yeah. And it can be a bit repetitive in the sense of it's just winning car magazines all the time. I know. It, I, you do see that. But I think there's something that those, let's say the GT cars have mm. done. They're, they're still naturally aspirated mm. so far, fingers crossed. Yeah. And will continue to be so. Let's hope. Which, when you're putting cars back to back, doesn't matter how fast something is. No. Naturally aspirated, the noise just wins. The noise, power, the experience just wins. That's all it is. And then they do the rest of it so well. There aren't the the year the Speciali came out. Yeah. Wasn't it like a? I don't think there was even necessarily a GT3 in that battle. Um, there was. There was a video. I don't know which one won. Um. So, Fifth Gear did a video of the track battle between GT3 and 458 Speciali. Yeah. And I think the... No, the Speciali came out on top. They took it around Castle Coombe. Funny enough, yeah. Harris was in that video. It was a really good dogfight. And then I think I think it won in Evo Car of the Year as well. Yeah. But the, it wasn't fair on the GT3. It's not really though, a fair comparison. To and it was uh, double the money as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, literally double the money, double and the it's money. not even the. I wouldn't necessarily say you put a GT2 RS against the Speciali, but they're price wise, they're the same. Yeah, you, it's now against whatever the Pista. That's kind of like a, but it's just a different. A GT3 is a hundred and twenty something grand mm. new. Speciali is like two fifty. Yeah. 240 something yeah, like that you're, you're double the money or and, piece does 260 or something yeah, yeah and, and, and if you look at it beyond retail value it's even you know it's even more so yeah no but when, you get in those cars you get in let's say you get in the Ferrari the interior you feel like you're in a much more expensive car yeah it's like carbon, carbon and stuff yeah, everywhere yeah it's just nice the exposed metal the pedals yeah the buttons come off and things like that yeah <laughs> like that. you hit a bumpy road and you go oh the circle's not quite in the place where it should be but it, that's part of the Ferrari thing you want that sometimes you don't want stuff to be perfect and, sometimes. And, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes in your alphaholics yeah, yeah in your alphaholics but um, and it's a pretty looking thing as well I think it looks gorgeous especially it's an yeah. awesome looking thing yeah they are crazy and sound good and hooligan yeah absolute hooligan yeah, in the car are. they just love being slidded yeah very. it's like the opposite of the Porsche like, yeah do you, the Porsche is very it's just grip it's just grip although I've, I slide them about yeah, it's it. not really yeah. like doing it but you've got to be 
committed. Yeah, you you got to be on it. Whereas any sort of mid-engine Ferrari, you just breathe on the throttle. And like, yeah, especially with current Ferraris, quick steering. Yeah. it's very easy to catch. Yeah, Ooh. change like four lanes by just moving your hand. Yeah. Like one you sneeze, <laughs> yeah, off you go. Whoops. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah, which, what would you say is the best value car for under? Or best value car? Uh, it's going to be the same answer, isn't it? Best value car, full stop at the moment. Pound for pound. Pound for pound, best value car. Oof. Oof. What? I would like say on sale? On sale or used? Let's say on sale. That's okay. a really difficult question. But I'm going to, yeah, why not? You can answer it. I'm not Best it. pound for pound car on sale. Oof. I'd probably say. I'd probably say the... There's a few. There's a few. I'd, I'd go in, in the hatchback group. I would say the i30N, mm. Hyundai. I think that's a really cool car, brand new. You know, 28 grand. It undercuts... Ooh, 20, 27 and a bit. It undercuts everything. Yeah. And it's, and it's definitely a really good contender for a driver's car. Another car I'd probably say is the Alfa Romeo Giulia Quadrifoglio. Yeah. You know, 60, okay, you can spec them to silly money, but if you, all you need in that car is. Yeah, they come with most of the stuff. They come with everything anyway. Um, I think 60 grand, you've got yourself a weapon there. Beast engine. Oh, it's fast as hell. Have you driven one? No. Oh, mate, so fast. You got yourself a Ferrari for 60 grand. Yeah. There you go. And complete with Ferrari electronics. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Brilliant. (laughs) So you have a bit of fun with that. They do go around with those quadrophones. I've heard stories. I've heard a lot of stories, but Never I mind. think they'll they'll work that out. Like if you've got a warranty, yeah, and as long as they don't go wrong too often, it's not it's not like engines are blowing up. They're just no. going into limp mode. A friend of mine was doing a video, and um, one did go into limp mode, and Alfa Romeo had to pick it up and take it back. Yeah. But it's not like you leave it. And you know, and come back to it in the morning, and half of it's rusted away. Yeah, it's not that kind of problem. So actually, yeah, I, I, in fact, the i30 ends great in hot hatch segment, but I think overall, the Quadrifoglio pound for pound is a, is a really good car because mm. it's just it. it and they're kind look, of they're cool. They look. Amazing. You don't see that many of them around. You don't see that many around because people are frightened. Yeah, <laughs> people are just thinking, oh no, five hundred horsepower, five hundred horsepower, great, just. Great handling, great powertrain. So yeah, that's the car for me. Cool, love it. What is? Oh, I think we're pretty much getting to the end of my random questions now. That's fine. Most un was that what most undervalued car? I guess that's the same. We're going to say the same thing again, aren't we? Yeah. The most undervalued car. Undervalued car. Let's try and say something that isn't a Porsche. Um, yeah, all Porsches are all undervalued. I think. Yeah, especially definitely GT cars. Yeah, GT cars. <laughs> I love how we just say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, listeners. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely undervalued. Also, I think the new M2 competition under. I don't know. But I've spoken to a few journos. Similar, similar price to your Julia Quadrifoglio. Yeah, but it's a different bracket again. Yeah, it's a different bracket. Maybe that's my. I don't know. I, might need I to think they're priced. Might need to drive that correctly. What that M2? Yeah, fifty odd grand. You reckon? Yeah. I was expecting me sixty odd grand, but. But I, I, I think, think they. Get, I, I, I reckon if you. I reckon you could easily spec one to sixty. Mm. And that's a sixty thousand pound two series. Yeah, like it's it will be a, it eyes, will be yeah. an awesome car, 
Yeah. And like, I love my M2, but the things that I wish it's still a two series when you look at the basic stuff in the car yeah. like the systems and whatever the stereo and the whatever how the audio and every, every everything it is a two series but it drives a lot better and it looks a lot cool yeah no that's that's like it, if it was a an m3 or m4 brought down to shrunk a bit with the same stuff in it at 55 grand at 55, yeah, it would be mega yeah, no, come to think of it, yeah, I, I am with you on the sense, but I don't know, I just I just thought, you know, with the powertrain in it, with the suspension as well, because there's a lot of changes at that car. It's not just an M2 with an M3 engine swapped into it. You know, there's different dampers, etc. But, again, I suppose that's not really a car to judge it because not many people have driven it. The market, we don't know what the market's no, going to be. No, no idea. I reckon, like, like them, even M2s now, be a great purchase in a year two years time yeah great great purchase because they'll make quite a few yeah they will they will I think some McLarens are some McLarens are undervalued yeah like, yeah 540s are very 540c I don't know what they were new oh, I don't know what they are I think new 140 were, yeah I think it's 140 and Which, to me you're it's getting the same, it's the same as a 570 like, I mean I'm sure it's not and, but it, it yeah, kind of is crap it's like it's, 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 you'd be buying a time machine for that money you know? yeah that's mental and, it's, and even you put it up against a Turbo S Turbo S wouldn't seem where that's gone mm. in a drag race probably down a B road as well on a dry day again 540 comes out on top I think that's a lot I mean, you're buying a car that looks way more expensive than what the price suggests. Yeah. You think and McLaren, the in- interior, yeah. McLaren, expensive brands. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred dollars tub. You think shit? That's that's a cool car. I think that's probably one of the most undervalued cars. And as time goes on, mm. will remain so. Yeah. As always. <laughs> I wonder McLaren. what a time they will stop. Because I, I think 12 Cs... I don't know what 12 C is. I bet trade they're under 100. They must be. Oh, they're in 80. They're like 80 or something. Yeah, they're in the 80s. Now, like that... Okay, I, I wouldn't want to own a 12 C out of warranty because no. I've seen some of the yeah, warranty no. work that's happened to those cars. Yeah. But they've got better as the time has evolved, so 650S or whatever. Like, how on earth is a 650S, for example, ever going to be worth less than like 90 grand? It's never. Like, it just, it just can't be. It I mean, can't. it can... And it may happen, Maybe but, cat, the, uh, the, but it's ludicrous because when you think of the other stuff you're buying and you're like, well, you could get that. Yeah, and it's almost like that. I mean, a 650S, I mean, even if you cat deed it, I don't think you can get it down to yeah. 90 grand if you wrote the thing off. Um, that's Because it's just so many bits that are really expensive in that car. You know, everything's carbon as well. You know, all the bits, and ceramic it's, brakes. It's serious tech and serious power. You know, it, it is, it is. You think of it, you could almost buy a new Fiesta ST in doing brake change fluid and pads on a 12C. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. Your typical service plus warranty work is probably a new Fiesta, Fiesta ST. Yeah, a Fiesta ST <laughs> in part labour and waiting time. We won't get your car back in I miles. think, I, I potentially think that McLaren have actually stopped issuing warranties for their older stuff, for their very they early have. 12Cs. So a friend of mine has got an MP412C and I see him at the Cars and Curry event and um, I came up to him and I said, um, how are you getting on with your McLaren? He said, yeah, 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 I've done well. I've done 18,000 miles in it in the last year. I went, wow. Wow. I said, um, has it been good to you? 
and then he just went well I've had the rear suspension redone I had the gearbox gone out I, and he just said yeah I've had £45,000 worth of work I went well it hasn't been good to you has it <laughs> and the thing is then that's not a rare story talk to anyone that's owned one of those cars he's got RAC warranty I think he's did a lot yeah and you just think yeah but it's you just have to have a warranty on that car that's it yeah but it's a cool car yeah, yeah cool. cool and super fast yeah super quick and one uh, final question what's the most interesting car the most interesting car aesthetically to drive just in general yeah just general this is going to be a wild one I have a slight obsession with American stuff mm. and as you you know as you was mentioned about Sun Laundry I quite like Raptors I, I love cool. Raptors Ford F-150 Raptor to me is amazing they're just very cool it's, it's useless here they don't suit this country at all no. if, if I lived in America I hunt they, before I'd been to America or seen what the stuff is like around there I didn't get American cars and then you get to America and you're like obviously I'd have a truck yeah, and obviously I'd have a big V8 or you know yeah, yeah. I mean they're twin turbo V6 yeah. but it's got you know it's it's got Dakar suspension you can jump the thing it's yeah. brilliant yeah the I videos just, people just like ragging them around yes people just ragging them around some people jump them a bit too high and then you know land as if they dropped off a cliff but to me that's quite an interesting car another interesting car is the Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 1LE mm. so the ZL1 name for you yeah. yeah yeah that's a mouthful so the ZL1 sits it's basically a bit like the 911 Turbo the fastest in yeah. the Camaro range and they brought out something called the 1LE pack which gives it like front canards which could you know cut yeah, the it's a savage up. looking thing savage looking thing rear wing all carbon just a mean purposeful looks at you it's just got attitude and it's got you know a big supercharged V8 650 horsepower mm. manual gearbox 1700 kilos but you know 305 section tight <laughs> square all round on slicks you see a puddle you're off the road yeah. you know to me that is a proper bit of kit um, and what's interesting is American cars we always used to you know take the mickey and say oh yeah they don't go around corners they're rubbish blah yeah. blah blah but GM have you know all of them have come a long way from what they are I mean magnetic dampers bloody hell the Americans have got magnetic <laughs> dampers in a car Ford Mustang independent rear suspension shit the bed oh my <laughs> god what's going on 8,000 revs out of a V8 wow so yeah I, I think it's good that you know the Americans are trying to bring out sort of GT3 RS variants yeah, it's of cool. their you know, stuff weapon and you know they're bringing it out at an affordable sort of well you know sort it's not of a, it, price it's a shame that we can't get them as cheap as they are over there no. even though you bring like a, a Mustang in the UK it's not it's not a very expensive car especially for what it is it's it, it's not when it first came out it wasn't you know yeah. you'd get a 5 litre GT at 34 grand now the facelifted one I walked into a Ford dealer uh, the other week and I saw one and this one had you know nice paint orange paint all the other bits and it was 47 grand mm. and the first thing I went was M2 competition yeah I mean as much as I love the Mustang yeah, yeah exactly you start getting into the German stuff the yeah that, that definitely I know someone that bought a, an earlier Mustang and they, they've done because the price thing has gone up mm. they basically held their value yeah, yeah super well money. yeah they've held their money really well because it's just it's a Mustang and I think it's it's the fact that 
people love the fact that there's a UK Mustang. I never thought a UK Mustang yeah. would make it, but it has. And it's and cool. it's, and it's, it's different. It's, it's different. different to the stuff that you see. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's different. And... You know, and it's and it's a breath of fresh air, and that's what we need. That's what we need in the car industry. We don't want to be keep going. We don't want that. everyone to be driving manual GT threes. No, no, we don't. It's pretty boring. Yeah, I like the fact that people make poor decisions and buy other cars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do too. I, 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 you know, I look at them and I just go, yeah, you, you do want a GT three. What you got to get them? How are you going to buy the bloody things anyway? Forget. I mean, that's a yeah. that's another debate altogether. But yeah, yeah, just go and buy, I don't know, a used Arnage Bentley. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Something different. Yeah. Right, well, it's been it's been great having you around. Yeah, it's been great fun. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for coming. I guess, where can people check you out? Yeah, you can check me out. Instagram, Sideways Sid. YouTube, Sideways Sid. Pretty much, that's where I'm on there. If you follow me on my stories, I'm always doing stuff, going on live. You can see me doing couple of stupid stuff in cars maybe handbrake turn <laughs> local morrison's car but i'm joking that's not professional um but yeah no check me out on there sorry sid so. yeah definitely worth checking out his sid's gt3 video is is very good and thank you very much i'll check it out brilliant cool bye 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 hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 